0: All right, everybody, welcome into Sideline Spectator episode twenty-two. Uh, I don't know when we're gonna air this episode. I might release it tomorrow for Thanksgiving because people travel, but also I might wait till Black Friday because the husbands get they get stuck having to go Black Friday shopping with their wives. My heart, my condolences go out to those guys. If you actually hold on, let's pause. If you're a man and you voluntarily go Black Friday shopping, I mean you should be thrown in an insane asylum. Can we yeah, all agree on that?
1: Yeah, you got issues if you do that.
0: If, however, if it's your wife's thing and she 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 begs you like, "Honey, I have to have somebody that moves the crowd that that gets that holds my bags and stuff." You shouldn't be thrown in a sane aso- asylum, but you should probably be thrown in jail. Maybe? <laughs> I don't know, like something not as serious as like having to get medicated, but you should be thrown in jail for sure. Um, Anyways, uh, sideline spectator listeners, we're so unprepared for this episode. It is, it's insane. And we've had the most prep time for an episode since we're only doing one this week that we've ever had. We spent the last 25 minutes before we actually started recording this, just talking about what we should talk about we are unprepared so we're just shooting from the hip guys opening take Samuel
1: what's your opening take for this great episode that we're about to embark on Justin Herbert right now current day Justin Herbert is better than Philip Rivers ever was so Prime, prime Philip Rivers you take whatever year I'm taking Justin Herbert right facts, now. so Herbert facts, Herbert is facts. handsome
0: he's handsome <laughs> He is. he is. He is. When he, he shaved is. his head, uh, I was like, "Oh man, he looks like a a middle school basketball player that has like a bunch of acne." You know, when they're yeah. thirteen years old and he's the, pizza the face for sure. But with his hair, man, I mean, he's a heartthrob, no doubt. So he's definitely got Philip Rivers beat in the looks department. But are, so you're he can saying probably like, pull
1: out too. So he's got that too. Probably, he doesn't have fifteen Probably
0: Philip Rivers has what 12, 13?
1: I think he's on. Th- Ten or eleven right now.
0: Oh my goodness, that's so many children. Um,
2: can't provide nope. with the high school football coach salary off that. I don't think. Nope. Might I need to go back to the NFL. <laughs> <You> future saint. <laughs> um,
0: but so you're saying so like even 2000, we'll call care. it 2008. Yeah, yeah. Philip Rivers.
1: Yeah, maybe better. I mean, the pro- Justin Herbert is he's not reckless with the football, which Philip always was kind. Of, he, I love Philip. I will die. I will die defending Philip with anything. But
0: oh, you definitely had no idea when he was about to throw an interception,
1: right? And you got legs, Herbert. Herbert's got uh, mobility. Herbert's got him. Arm strength. Herbert. Phillip Rivers has never thrown the football as far as Herbert probably threw it in high school. Herbert could probably probably throw it in high school farther <laughs> than Philip yeah, was to. Yeah, he's got a rocket. It. Yeah. Uh, and that's arm strength's not everything. His decision making. Herbert, the most of the picks that Herbert's thrown this year. I mean, Eric Kendricks won against the Vikings. I don't know if you saw that. It was a great, it's a great pick, diving interception. Diggs caught a diving interception. Another, a lot of his interceptions have come from tip passes. Phenomenal plays by the defense. Tip passes. If he plays the play New England play. Patriots,
2: or just being young, just being young. Well, uh,
1: that's what they only like. Th- probably I don't know how many he has. He doesn't have over ten. I think he has like six maybe. So, so like more. I think four of them. We had a tip pass being interception, uh, a wrong route that ended up being an interception, and then let's see, what was it? Well, I say tip passes and what else? I'm, my 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 brain just is good going, plays uh,
0: by the defense. And then Day's uh, guy and, diving and interception playing, playing the and Kendrick's guy diving Patriots. interception.
1: So that's four of his six or seven that have just, like I said, and he's gonna he's gonna throw them, but it's just I don't have to worry about if we get the ball with a chance to go win the football game like the other night against the Steelers. I'm really not worried about him throwing an interception because he's smart. He's a smart kid. He's a 4.0 biology major, whatever. I mean, I I don't worry about it. So I just, I can't think of anything. Philip may be a little bit, and his prime, a little bit more accurate than Herbert is right now. I'll give him that. But overall, I mean, I don't think it's close. I I really don't. And y'all can give me what you think about that. I know y'all aren't Philip Rivers lovers like I am, but.
0: uh... No, I mean, I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm not, I was never a big Philip River guy, but you know that I'm a Justin Herbert Stan. So, I mean, I don't, I don't hate that take. I, I'd like to see kind of what Herbert becomes, but I know like that's not good podcasting slash radio or whatever, not good talking head. I mean, I'll get behind it. Uh, at the beginning of the year, I know you, you said something about that, but we haven't talked about it in depth. But like as he keeps playing like every single game, he's only a second year in. He's head and shoulders above everybody that he was even drafted with. He's head head and shoulders above Tua for sure. Head and shoulders above Joe Burrow. I I don't hate it, Sam. Drake, what are
1: yeah, your and, thoughts? Wait, uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Drake. Because I, I kind of have two, part two of an opening take, and I'll be quick.
2: Uh, no, I mean, it's definitely hard to – I mean, you're literally comparing a 40-year-old to a 23-, 24-year-old old I mean it's very hard but if you're talking about the outlook of the first two years that we've seen Justin Herbert no by all means strides better I think Justin Herbert on this track is is going to go down as a top 10 quarterback at this rate like I mean and I'm not just saying that I don't you know I watch what I do watch of him his decision making at, at is he 23 or 24 He's Sam?
1: 23 he just turned 23
2: just turned 23 his decision making is there the arm talent is there I mean, and if I'm being honest, we talked about it before the episode. The talent around him is, I mean, it's, I'd say, above average, but it's not, like, anything incredible. He doesn't have, like, that one standout star. I mean, if you're telling me you're winning those games and Austin Eckler's your running back, I'm like, he must be a pretty damn good quarterback.
1: Yeah, and his stars are really on the defense. Like, Keenan's good, Mike's good, but his stars are really on the other side of the ball. You got Derwin James and Joey Bosa. So, uh but that really me in my second take, and y'all, this might get a little bit more backlash from y'all. Actually, I know it will. Rex Ryan earlier this week was saying, "I don't know if Jake, you saw it." He said that the number one, the best quarterback in the NFL right now is Justin Herbert, and Marcellus Wiley also said it right now. And I'm not gonna go and say he's the best quarterback in the NFL. I'm I'm not there yet.
0: What but, was the premise of it? Like, what what did Rex Ryan say to back up? He has five games.
1: In, in, in his rating in the third and fourth quarter, and uh, he's number one in the fourth quarter, number two in the third quarter, and he has the mo- five game-winning drives this year. And you can look at it, why are they in a cha- – uh, they should be blowing people out. Why are they in these close games? Anyways, it's the NFL. It's hard to win. I, I, I kind of – I'll gloss over that. And I'm not saying he's the best quarterback in the league, but he, I'm going to issue this statement. He's a top-three quarterback. He's the best quarterback was, in the AFC –
0: I was just about to say that he is a top three quarterback without me even
1: thinking. Yep. Okay. That, that that's where I'm at. So I just I I, I want to hear what y'all think about. It. I guess you you agree with that. Uh, do I agree that he's the best quarterback in the AFC? No, in the I, AFC. In the, in the AFC,
0: hundred percent. He's better yeah. than Mahomes this year. He's better than Josh Allen. Josh Allen has fallen off. I mean, he's he's better than your boy Carson Wentz for sure. <laughs> uh, I mean, but in NFL wise though, no, he's no. not. He's not number one. I don't. I, it's Tom, Aaron Rodgers, Herbert. Yeah, and until Tom Brady dies or retires, whatever he wants to do, I mean, he'll. All, in my book, he'll always be. There's nobody else that you would rather have leading your team than Tom Brady, and he proved that last year. Right, I
1: agree. Um,
0: Drake, what's your opening take?
2: Uh, so going to my opening take, I'm gonna say Titans fluke or fall back to reality. What do you guys think?
0: fall back to reality because of the reality of their situation. Their situation is that they don't have their best player. They don't have their huge free agency signing in Julio Jones, which who knows if he's actually even going to contribute anything this year. And AJ Brown, AJ Brown gets hurt almost every time he catches the ball. Or is it sick? is Yeah, it's insane. Um I I think that it's it's just reality right now, Drake. I mean, it's just Who they are right now. And just like I said, whenever Derrick Henry got hurt and what I tweeted out, it's that all the Titans have to do right now is stay above water. They just need to tread water. They've already got the two wins above the Colts for the division. They're going to win the division unless they just drop the rest of their games and the Colts, like, went out. That's the only situation that I could see the, the Colts, you know, winning the division, but the Titans are still going to get a wild card spot, even if that happens. So they just need to tread water till the playoffs. But yes, as their situation sits right now, it's not fluky or anything. It's just, it's reality. This is who you are as of right now. You can't put the team on Tannehill's back. I actually had two Titans fans that listen to this podcast DM me. Well, one, one DM, one texted and said that, You know what? I wasn't on the whole anti-Tannehill thing, which I'm not really an anti-Tannehill guy. It's just what I think that he actually is. They said that we weren't really on that train before, but now we are. Like, they agree with my take on Tannehill because we see what he is without running the offense through Derrick Henry. And I've always said you can't put the game on Tannehill's back. You can't do what Adam Gase tried to do in Miami and go five-wide spread offense and try to get Tannehill to just chuck the ball all over the field like he's Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. Like He's just not that guy. He's a play-action system-type quarterback that can make plays with his legs. And it's just the reality of the situation for the Titans. The Titans' defense is trending upwards. I like what they're doing. But in terms of the offense, just like I've been saying the past couple weeks, it's it's just the reality of their situation. And Adrian Peterson got cut. I don't know.
1: I never thought they were as good as their their wins on their schedule said they were. I know they had some great wins in that span, like they beat the Chiefs, Bills, and Rams, and then they sandwiched that between a Jets loss and a Texans loss. I'm always the Titans play up to their competition and down to their competition. It's hard for me to envision this team getting past the first round of the playoffs because you know if they run into the Patriots in the first round and hopefully not the Chargers first round, but the Patriots, are, if they run into the Patriots first round, they're going to put eight in the box and make Tannehill beat them and he's not capable. Uh, and that's just that's just simple facts.
0: I've got two as well, Sam, but they're completely opposite. So everything is just like I prophesied. Everything you know can... that's going right for the Patriots is going right. The Bills are going to be the Bills here. Listen to this, guys. Listen to this. Tom Brady, he's in the he's in the division for twenty years, right? And all I ever heard as a Patriots fan is, "Oh well, if you know when Brady gets out of the division, you know it's the Bills division, or when Brady gets out of the the division, it's it's the Dolphins division, or whatever." Brady leaves. Congrats, Bills. You got, you got a division title. Cool. Big deal. You got a division title. And then two years after Brady departs, it's the same old story. It's the Bills. It's the Dolphins. The Jets aren't even a real football team. It's just the fact that these teams finally got Brady out of the division. And they're like, okay, we smell blood. And they still can't, they still can't, like, Bill Belichick's still still there. The Bills got off to such a hot start, a lot of, like, preseason hype around them, and here they are, being the same old Bills, dropping games they shouldn't drop, dropping primetime games. I mean, and the Patriots started off slow, the complete opposite. But you know what? The one thing about the Patriots and a Bill Belichick coach team is that they play their best football around Thanksgiving and after Thanksgiving. And this is the exact time that the bills are falling off right now. Second thing is that there is a there's a million different differences between Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, right? Here's the one that I just want to bring up Drake and Sam. Aaron Rodgers is dealing with this toe, right? COVID toe. Whatever he wants to call it, he, he's making up medical terms now. I, I don't know if you guys knew that. Besides being a a philanthropist, but he's also you know a, a medical genius now. Uh, you know, after consulting Joe Rogan about you know issues on COVID and stuff. So, iver
2: ivermectin lover. Yeah. So
0: Aaron Rodgers, everybody knows he's. It came out before the Vikings game. Oh, I've got to deal with this toe issue for the rest of the year. So today in his press conference, I'm, saw, I'm sure everybody saw it on Twitter. I know Rex Ryan saw it, and he probably was like salivating at Aaron Rodgers' uh, picture of his foot, you know, because Ro- uh, Rex Ryan, I don't know if you guys know this, he's a big feet guy. He's a foot fetish guy. Uh, Wes Welker, fun fact, side note, Wes Welker, the divisional game in 2010 against the Jets that we lost – uh, to the Jets in the divisional round. Wes Welker was suspended that entire first quarter because of pre-game, uh, a pregame press conference. Wes Welker was making foot jokes directed towards Rex Ryan and built in like that, so he suspended Wes Welker for the whole first quarter. Anyways, probably could have used him. Anyways, so Rex Ryan probably loved the fact that Aaron Rodgers was talking about his feet, probably got really horny about that. Um, <laughs> But... Aaron Rodgers puts his uh, foot up to the mic and and to where all the, the presser guys could see, and he's like, hey, look, this is the toe that's fresh. All this, look, this is the difference between Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Tom Brady plays on a torn MCL all of last season, goes out there, throws 50 touchdown passes if you include playoffs, wins a Super Bowl with a new team, new system, on a torn MCL. Aaron Rodgers is dealing with a a bad toe. And here comes the floodgates. And that's the difference. The second difference of it is that Aaron Rodgers is making it known. Like, hey, guys, like, I'll even show you the toe that's fractured. Tom Brady, when did we find out that Tom Brady played with a torn MCL?
1: After the
0: La- All last year. Yeah. We found and it out in we July.
2: Like I was going to say, we didn't even find out until preseason or somewhere yeah. around there.
0: Yeah, about two months ago, two, three months ago is when we found out. And everybody that that's when everybody freaked out about it. Like, oh, I can't believe like nobody knew. Like he didn't say a word about it. You couldn't even tell that he had a torn MCL. Guys, he tore his MCL in 2018. An away game against the Tennessee Titans. I was at that game. They did the 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 double reverse Julian Edelman pass to Brady that he dropped in the uh in the Super Bowl against the Eagles. They ran that against the Titans when the Titans blew us out 38 to 10 or something like that. Brady caught at that time, and Logan Ryan goes in to hit him, and his his leg kind of kind of whips. That's apparently when he did it. So he played all of 2018, won a Super Bowl against the Rams. Sorry, Drake. And then all of 2019, and then he goes to a new team in 2020 and wins a Super Bowl. You don't hear anything about it for three years, guys.
2: Can we, get, Aaron a, can we get a fact
0: his- check on that, though? Yeah, it's reported. No, it's so th- 100% this
2: is reported. a this is a thing that so it happened in 2018, right? Yes. Uh, is this a, and and forgive me, but I'm I'm asking honestly, is this a thing that is needs surgery? Surgery is a necessity, or is it something that can heal itself? And maybe it just didn't heal fully, but it so- wasn't a complete tear. One of those situations
0: with all of his, I mean, Tom Brady is also a, uh, you know, a medical doctor, or at least he would like to think he is with all of his TB12 method crap. Um, I'm sure he tried to, you know, do his TB12 voodoo or whatever you want to call it on it. And it kind of got him through, but this off season is when he
1: actually had the surgery. Why did he wait? Um, He just didn't want to get surgery. He just didn't want to get surgery.
2: That's why it was weird that they're saying, oh, now it's three years. Why not
1: get it in 2018 Mm. offseason? Why not get it in 2019 offseason? Why wait – you get a, did you get want? It's almost That's like just toy, he's, he's so toy weird. with us. He's like, I can, win a, I can win a Super Bowl in a torn MCL, you bums. He's so
0: weird, but he's so weird with his TB12 stuff. Like, I'll I'll 100% admit, like, his TB12 stuff is over the top. I've got his... I've got the TB12 method book, actually, and I've kind of read through some of it, and I'm like, this is, this is a load of garbage, to be honest. So I feel like he probably tried to do his TB12 stuff on it, and it got him through it. I mean... It got him through two seasons and then a third season. And then after the third season this past year, I guess it it just got to the point where he was like, I have to have surgery. If I don't have surgery, like, you you know, it's going to get unbearable or whatever. I don't know. But point being, that's the difference between Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Tom Brady can deal with the pain and also nobody needs to know about it. Nobody needs to make excuses and all the Aaron Rodgers buffs and stuff. Mike Florio, Chris Sims, uh pro football talk, all of Packers Nation is like, oh, well, it, it's it can never be perfect with Aaron. You know, he he you know, it's always something every year. It's like, you know what? If you're a winner, you're gonna win.
2: And he's not. I wanna piggyback off what you just said about that, right? And so Tom's been on the record to say this himself, and it comes down to the simple fact of you can be the most talented. You can be the most, the the best physical specimen and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, it comes down to two things, in my opinion. It comes down to taking care of yourself, and it comes down to decision-making. And those two things factor in to... Tom Brady's success, especially the longevity, the end of his career. Uh, in my opinion, in the history of the NFL, Tom Brady's probably the best decision maker we've ever seen. He's never claimed or never been, um, you know, accused of being the biggest arm, the most talented quarterback, the fastest by any means, of course, not the fastest, right? But like any of these things. But he wins time and time and time time again. I mean, dude just knows how to get it done. I mean, he knows how to win. He knows what it takes to win. He takes what he's given in self-regimen, takes care of his care of his body in the offseason, and then in the game is able to take with what he's got, make decisions, and win football games. I mean, it's it's we act like it's rocket science, and maybe it is, but it's not at the same time. Just look and say He's got it figured out.
0: No, I, I totally agree. So let's transition to news around the league. Um, I just want to make a quick side note. Thank goodness, guys, thank goodness that the Chiefs have an elite defense that can carry Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, the defense wasn't great at the beginning of the year. The past three weeks, they have turned it on. And thank goodness for them, if they had any other defense on that Chiefs team as bad as Mahomes and that offense is playing, they they might be 0-3 through this stretch. I mean, they held Dak Prescott and the Cowboys to what was it? Like nine points. Nine, nine point, yeah. And, and made no Dak Prescott made yeah, made Dak Prescott look like Ryan Leaf or something. Um so shout out to the Chiefs defense. Patrick Mahomes is still sucking this year. Um Guys, okay, so Everson Griffin, uh, like I said, I wasn't really on social media today, so I didn't really know, but Drake, you alluded to it before we started recording. 2018 and 2019, he was excused from the team because of mental health issues, and this is kind of going back to what I said, I think, two episodes ago with the whole CTE issue. I mean, you can kind of see it, but from a different light, right? This guy is currently in the NFL, a very well-known player. You usually don't hear about CTE until, you know, players are in there, you know, they're out of the game. They're 50, 60 years old, like Junior Seau. Um, but this is happening right now while this guy is in the NFL and playing and still playing at a high level. I, he's an awesome player. I think he's like 37, 38 years old. So what, uh, Drake, you... You take it over from here. Talk about the, uh, talk about the Everson Griffin situation. Like what happened?
2: So basically from what we've seen was last night around 2 AM, uh, on, that would be Wednesday morning, Tuesday night. He was posting various Instagram stories that were pretty weird. They were, um, What I saw was him look like he was crouched down on the ground, his eyes just about popping out of his head. He is explaining what's going on, saying they're trying to get him or or pop him or something like that. And he starts, you know, reiterating, "I this a forty five. I own this gun. I bought all the ammo locally. Dalvin Cook helped me get this gun. It is licensed to me. Like for whatever reason, he goes into one of those and um." Uh, since then, the posts have been taken down. They didn't expire, so they were taken down. Um, whether that was by management or himself, I'm not sure. He uh, ended up calling law enforcement around 3 a.m. saying shots were fired by him. No one was injured, uh, and that he doesn't believe he believes that the suspect, quote unquote, suspect was still around. Police don't find anybody. This guy is so terrified. He is, uh, I haven't looked up recently in the past few hours, but yet to leave his house. He is, um, to what uh, degree I would consider, it almost sounds like schizophrenia. And I don't know if that is a, you know, kind of a subsector of CTE. Is CTE this big tent of depression, suicidal thoughts? Bipolar uh, disorder. Yeah, um, mania, psychomania, anything like that, and then you've got you know a bunch of relative uh, mental disorders, right? And so I don't know if CT is this big umbrella, right? Um, so it was very strange. Um, what I what I want to point out with this whole thing before Sam goes is that the reporters, man, they were literally asking Zimmerman, "Is he gonna be good to go on Sunday?" I mean Trash what people. are you what Trash are you people. actually talking about? I don't know if he's good to go anywhere, much less go play a football game. Like, how about we go get this guy taken care of? I think um it's gonna be one of those things that um if suicide hasn't done it already or crimes that are acted upon former NFL players like Hernandez. I think this type of thing is going to raise even more awareness to um, the safety of these these players, because, yeah, at the end of the day, uh, it's a game. And so safety is what's most important, no matter if we like it or not, with these penalties. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And I, I can't add, I mean, you you hit the nail on the head. I can't add much to that. It's just the the reporters. The, the more i more i go on i talked about when the aaron rodgers had covid and they were they were hammering Lafleur about aaron rodgers and he's like dude i'm ask me about the football game like aaron's not gonna play ask me about the chiefs i mean I, it's just it's getting they them and referees need to be held a lot more accountable i know they promote the game and i know the referees allow the game to go on cuz we have to have them but there's got to be some accountability and there's none
0: um okay so Sam, you were pretty upset about this—the Chiefs and Broncos getting flexed to prime time. What What are your thoughts on that? I mean, it's just Dude, a hilarious I mean, move.
1: Well, yeah, this was gonna be—they were gonna be my bums. So I—I I, got—I'm glad I got seven bums. So I, I'll put them. I put someone else. But the NFL—I mean, it's almost like they're trying to make—they don't care about the product. They don't care about the fans. They only care about. I guess they're trying to promote themselves, but it's backfiring. I mean, they want their, the darling Chiefs. Oh, they, they suck so bad early in the year. Pat Mahomes is terrible. And the Chiefs are still not good. Don't be fooled by their 7-4 and four record. They haven't taken their bye week. They've beaten up on bad teams, what the Chargers should have been doing. But the Chargers are going to be, after this week this weekend, and then the Chiefs take their bye week the next week, the Chargers going to be back on top of the division because we have the head-to-head. The Chiefs are still not good. The NFL wants it to be made known like they're good so bad, so they're going to broadcast a Sunday night football game with against the Broncos, where they get Pat Mahomes can do two shovel passes and a no look, and not have to worry about losing, and it's going to be fine. I hope to God he, he ends up doing like two, 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 two turnovers or something like that happens. But I mean, it's you got Joe Burrow versus Justin Herbert. They just got drafted last year, one in six, uh, the two best quarterbacks in that class by far. So they played first game last year. It was supposed to be kind of them two, but Anthony Lynn butchered that and (laughs) did Tyrod versus Burrow. Burrow couldn't beat Tyrod Taylor. Let's just throw that out there. Uh, Chargers win that game. Uh, And so you get another chance this year. You got the Bengals are a lot better than anybody thought they'd be. They're going to probably make the playoffs. Chargers are probably going to make the playoffs. They're a lot better than a lot of people thought. It's it perfect scenario. I'm going to the game, so I'm, th- I'm texting my buddies. We're, all, we're changing. We're going to change our hotel. I'm telling dad. Tell my buddies. Other buddies looking for me on TV, on that Sunday because I'm like NFL's not going to mess this up. This is a two future. This is the future of the NFL going head to head in a big time game that both need to win. I'm like there's, there's nothing. Nobody happened. wants to see
0: Teddy Chief, Two Gloves or, or Drew Locke yeah. play up against Patrick Mahomes. Like yeah, who the gives Broncos a are crap?
1: the Broncos are out of it. Like they're done. Like. I don't know why. Division, the only thing I can think of is them loving, being obsessed with, with their Golden Boy Chiefs, and it being a division matchup. But we may get Chargers-Bengals in the first round of the playoffs this year. I mean, it, it could shake out when we get that, or second round maybe if one of them won a, won a game. I don't know. It's it's beyond me. And like I said, between the, the taunting, you saw the, the Chiefs' taunting penalty they got this weekend, just simply pointing at the guy at the half-yard line. Like, okay, I get don't do that, but... I mean, it's just it, they're ruining the product. They're making the the product's getting worse and worse. The NBA has gotten worse and worse, and the NFL is going the same way. You're, you're saying both teams is like Bucks and Chiefs deserve that. Do you really? I, I don't think the Chiefs deserve it this year. I would say they Chiefs absolutely do not deserve these primetime games. They're getting it because it's Patrick Mahomes, and the average viewer gets to watch something cool. They get to watch Patrick Mahomes close his eyes and throw it behind the back and stuff like that. But oh,
2: I meant I just I guess I meant in past years, like they've done enough in the past few years to deserve these primetime games. Now this one's being flexed. It wasn't. It wasn't scheduled for them. So no, necessarily don't deserve that. Yeah. Absolutely not. Thank God we don't. Touch. Uh, but they have been they have been playing better. The money grabs there. I can see why they chose it. And if it was my job, I can't say that I would I would choose the the Bengals and Chargers either. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Well, i, I honestly, I'd rather watch the Seahawks and Niners play over the over that game. I, I, Matt, and the Seahawks are going to be out of it, but you still got Russell Wilson and the Niners making a regular run at it.
0: All right, uh, and then the Rams, they settled a lawsuit for $700 million. We're not going to go into it because I don't really know much about it. I just know that there was a a conflict of interest with them uh, moving from St. Louis to L.A. and the city of St. Louis or something like that. has some beef with the owner because they moved. They weren't supposed to, all this stuff, yada, yada, yada. More details will come out. We'll talk about that next week. All right, recap Samuel, Sunday Night Football, Chargers, Steelers. What a shootout. What a shootout. You guys gave up 24,
1: Four, 27 24 points? 24 points
0: in the fourth quarter. Uh, does that alarm you? that's That's no. got to alarm you. That's got to alarm you.
1: I mean, uh Sante Samuel Jr. just got his second concussion in the past month, so that's not great. uh we, They blocked the punt. uh They had a t- Herbert through a pass that – seven threw the ball, tipped the ball straight up in the air, and then somebody caught it. They scored on that. I mean, that's 14 points right there. Uh, we only punted one time the whole game, and it got blocked. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, if you're asking me if I'm worried while watching it, yeah, because I'm like, oh, here we go. On prime time, the whole nation gets to see us charge it up. But, uh at the end of the day, the defense got to stop when they need to, to win the football game. Uh, Cause Ben, big Ben has got the ball with over two minutes left to go down and score a touchdown or kick a field goal or score a touchdown. That's plenty of time for big Ben. Who's done that plenty of times, uh, especially when he was dealing the other night. Uh, I'm not, I, I wasn't, I, I would like to see our special teams not be the worst in the NFL, but I feel like that'd be asking for too much.
0: That's every year. That's yeah. every year. You, yeah. you guys, you're special. Steelers teams are really Steelers team. are a
1: really good special teams team though. They're they're going to block some kicks. And see, the thing about the Steelers, they rarely get blown out. Like I don't I mean, I don't remember too many times in my lifetime where I've seen the Steelers just get their teeth kicked in. Like it's it's they they're, they're going to I knew we weren't going to blow them out. Now, I was hoping we would, but I don't have much on the Chargers game. Like I said I was getting worried at the end there, but uh like I said with at the beginning with Justin Herbert, he he has made me feel kind of calm about this stuff. Now, like I don't have to worry. Philip Rivers was notorious for either I mean he's either throwing a touchdown and winning you the game or he's throwing a pick. I mean, and more more, and it's going to be a pick more times than not at the end of the game, towards the end of the career for sure. Uh, anytime you can beat the Steelers, especially for us, we're eight and we were eight and twenty four and one all time against the Steelers before the other night, so they kind of own us, kind of similar to how. Not as much as y'all own us, but (laughs) kind of like that. Uh, I mean, I say, I I think Mike Tomlin's a really good coach. I think Big Ben's probably that was probably one of the better games he'll have all year, if not his last kind of good game. Good game he had. Uh, We did a good job stopping the run. Herbert looked phenomenal. Uh, His legs. I kind of I said at the beginning of the season. I I wish we would run him more. Maybe not, and even if they were not designed, running him, I mean, they're playing man, and he's looking, looking, a first read, second read, I'm gone. And a couple of times he, like, he watched his running back and see if the linebacker was going to come off him, and if the if if linebacker came off of him, he threw it to the running back. If he didn't, he just took it off and ran. I mean, he ran for almost 100 yards. He's the first player ever to have 380 yards passing and 90 over 90 yards rushing.
2: My favorite thing about that guy is that kid has absolutely no clue how good he actually is.
1: Oh, you he like see, it, he, he you hates, see He's, it very,
2: humble. Like, he's very humble. He's very humble. I think, I, think. It, I think it's literally natural. I don't think he's like, oh yeah, I know I'm good, but I'm going to say like, no, like he literally looks at it and he's just like, I'm just out here trying to play football the best I can. And like, I love that about a player. Like I, yeah. I love a humble brag but I also love just genuine, humble attitude that you're like, dude, this yeah. kid's just out here like loving life, and like I get that that vibe from Herbert, and like I'm a big fan.
0: Justin yeah, Herbert that, is the complete opposite Aaron Rodgers of Aaron Rodgers, yeah, hundred yep. percent, Sam. Yep. Bingo, yep. hit the nail on the head right there.
1: No, yeah, I, and it's crazy because everybody talked about him coming out of college. they are worried about him because like, can he lead a football team? He's he's a quiet kid, grew up in Oregon his whole life, and I mean he is just. It just proves you don't have to be boister, loud and boisterous to like Tim Duncan. He was a good leader, and, and uh, but I I will say I would love to see not a little bit of cockiness from Herbert, but it's almost that I don't know how else to say it. Maybe and he shows some fire. Like he's got some big old fist pumps that he does, and he'll uh, give a big loud. You want to see but, that?
0: You want to see that Tom Brady like let's
1: go like looking psycho? Yeah, on Yeah, but he's not court. ever gonna be that. Or not right now. He maybe he's not comfortable doing that right now, or maybe probably not ever.
2: I feel like a good like attitude comparison would be like a, and I know you may or may not want to hear us, but like a Matthew Stafford, right? Matthew no. Stafford's very quiet. Like you don't ever see him yeah. much in the media. Hell, you see his wife in the media more than he is. <laughs> and it it's mean, pretty hot. I my mean, yeah, this. but he's very, very quietly confident in what he can do. But, yep. and he, he just, he, he backs it up on the field. He doesn't have to tell you. He's like, watch me. And I know like the whole Detroit thing. So we watched you go lose game after game. But like, if you ask any Detroit fan, it wasn't cause of Stafford. Yep. But no, I, that's my favorite thing about Herbert is mm-hmm. dude. And I'm going to start calling him Gerbert because it feels so much better. And I don't know why we haven't given him that nickname, but <laughs> you I, I heard love it here watch, first. Yeah, I love watching his post-game interview. I love watching him on the field. Big fan.
1: Yeah, and in the Pat McAfee interview, they were just hyping him up and stuff like that. And he's like, he's getting embarrassed. Like, he's like... Pat McAfee hyped him up and did this big, like, intro thing, and her her face gets red, and he's like, oh, man, they think you oversold me. Like, he he hates being talked about. He hates being complimented. Like, he, he didn't say anything about himself. They had, like, pride out of him to get to talk about his uh, game. And he's I'm still, just like, thinking
0: about it as you're talking, Sam. He's the perfect New England Patriot quarterback. <laughs> go to hell. Go, go, go to I'll hell. tell you what, we'll give you guys <laughs> Mac Jones and two first-round draft picks for him.
1: I would be a Patriots fan. No, no lie. I, I I follow Herbert these days, but no, yeah, right. good 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 win against the Steelers. Uh, big win. So the Tennessee
0: Titans dropped a stinker to the Houston Texans. Uh, is it panic button time? I said it kind of in the episode. It's like you just gotta tread water, Titans fans. You gotta tread water right now. I mean, yeah, that's a bad loss. You should never. I don't care if Derrick Henry is or isn't playing. I don't care if Julio Jones is or isn't playing. You can't, you can't drop a game to the Houston Texans. You just, you just can't do it. And yes, I get it. The Patriots and Texans, when they played, Davis Mills was on his game, and they played the Patriots pretty tight. But I mean, Titans fans, should you freak out? No, from a team aspect, from an offensive stat uh, perspective. Yeah, you better freak out because Tannehill
2: stinks. It would be the most Titans thing ever, right? For them to be a really good football team, right? Or a let me say a good football team. Lose your number one weapon in Derrick Henry. All the fans are going, oh no, we're going to be awful. Then you play great football and you beat great teams. And you're like, oh, my God, we're a great football team. They should and have then, been
0: bad. As soon as Derrick Henry got hurt, they should have stunk for like two or three games and, and they, they found get their you,
2: way. And they get you up here on cloud nine. And what does every Tennessee team do in the history of Tennessee sports? They slam you right back down to they reality. Break your heart. And so that would be, if if the Titans end up stinking the rest of the year, that'd be the most Tennessee thing ever. Um. So, Monday Night Football,
0: Buccaneers-Giants, not really much to say about this game. I mean, the Bucs, they – Tom Brady, actually. So, Drake, let me throw – and people, Sam, is is out of the office right now. But, Drake, let me uh, throw these two things at you. Turnover-worthy plays in the entire NFL, all quarterbacks, Tom Brady has the lowest percentage of turnover-worthy plays. Now, that's a PFF stat do that whatever you will, but out of all quarterbacks, out of every single throw, every single play, he has the lowest percentage of plays that would be deemed turnover-worthy.
2: Now... I mean, it it goes back to what I was saying about him being the greatest decision-maker. I don't know what the hell turnover-worthy plays, how they're deemed, but it it goes along with that, I feel like.
0: So I actually looked it up whenever I saw it. So they base it off of a few different metrics, and I, I kind of like it, actually. It's it's a little nerdy, but I kind of like it. So they they base it off of look at it, and they are like, okay, was that throw, what, what was the grade on the throw, basically? You see what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, tight coverage or not tight coverage, and then the throw, was the throw bad to where, did he throw it, did Tom Brady throw it behind Mike Evans just a little bit to where that would be like, okay, that play probably should have been intercepted, you know what I mean? Like, it's not plays that were turnovers. It was, it's bad decisions, uh, bad throws, you know, bad read, that, that kind of thing. Just a metric that doesn't actually happen, but it's just based off of, you know, what could have happened because of how bad you threw the ball or you misread, or whatever. And Sam also, Justin Uh, Herbert, is the third lowest in the NFL. I
2: was going to say, oh, so like the Masters are Carson Wentz and Matthew Stafford, right? Just some crazy throw that half the time we just get lucky that the defense drops it. They're like, oh, God, that could have screwed us. I know Carson
0: Wentz. About. Sam, I know you're a big Carson Wentz stan. Uh, So Carson Wentz is actually the fifth lowest in the NFL. So it goes. It goes. Tom Brady, number one. Kyler Murray, number two. Justin Herbert, number three. Russell Wilson, number four. Carson Wentz, number five.
2: For the lowest can, in the can NFL. Can you go? Can you go to the the highest? Can you read that real quick? I cannot. That okay. this is
0: the only only stat that I, I've got pulled up. But, anyways, my whole point with it with it is parlaying it into this is that Tom Brady has thrown eight interceptions this year. Correct? Let me break this down for you. Four of them, sorry, three of them, have been drops. One of them was a hail mary. Two more. So we're at a grand total of six. Two more was because the receiver ran the wrong. Route. So, Tom Brady has two interceptions this entire season that is technically on him, and that's it. Now, I know interceptions are interceptions, I get it, but with that thing, with turnover-worthy play, that just shows that when Tom Brady throws an interception 9 out of 10 times, it's probably not on him.
2: And uh, Tom Brady is definitely an exception. I'm not comparing everybody else to Tom Brady, and like I've said, he's best decision-maker, but I would say that a good man—it's—it's it's hard to say. But I want to tell me if you guys agree or not. But about fifty percent of interceptions don't necessarily—they're—they're they're not deemed on the quarterback from tip balls to wrong routes ran. If not more than fifty percent, every once in a while I'll see a pass from a quarterback, whether it's my quarterback or you know just a game that I'm watching that I'm like, the hell are you saying out there? But a lot of the times, man, it's just a tip pass, a drop ball, a wrong route. But definitely understand where you're where you're going. I would with
0: that. say, I, Drake, to answer your question, I would say the top ten quarterbacks in the NFL are are exactly what what you just said. I would say that the top ten guys. It's usually not on them. It's usually not the rest of the league because there's not a lot of good quarterback play across the across the board in the NFL. After that ten. It's like you know you get random guys. Ben Roethlisberger, he's not a top ten quarterback this year. I mean, he'll just go out there and he'll he'll throw it to the safety. He doesn't give a rip. He'll just go out there and sling it. If he's about to get hit, he's just like ah, screw it. I'll throw it up. It doesn't matter.
2: So oh, I, mean, I mean, the first eight weeks, like Patrick Mahomes was making terrible decisions. He had to mm-hmm. be top yes. top or bottom ten. Excuse me, well,
1: hundred percent. So last, to, last year, or the year before, he had like twenty one dropped interceptions.
0: Uh yes, Patrick Mahomes led the NFL. I think we talked about that in episode two or three. Patrick we Mahomes did. led led the league last year and dropped interceptions at I think it was twenty one, Sam. Yeah, I think it 21,
1: was 21 or nineteen or twenty one or something like 21 that. Twenty
0: one dropped interceptions. Um which, which would bad have look. brought he he threw twelve last year, so that would have brought his total to I'm not good at math. Uh 30,
2: 33. 30,
0: 33, Yep. Thirty three interceptions.
2: He loves breaking records. Jameis, he said, Jameis, that record's mine. <laughs> no, I, uh, that's that's definitely not a good look, especially if you just wrote him a half-billion-dollar check. It's a terrible.
0: Patriots at Falcons. Look, nothing needs to be said. The Patriots are going to Patriot, The Falcons are going to Falcon. Matt Ryan, he's a Massachusetts guy. He is a born loser. He has had, look, I I'm tired of all the excuses for Matt Ryan as well. Matt Ryan has had all the talent there his whole career and he's never been able to win. He's had all these guys. He's had Julio Jones. He's had Tony Gonzalez. He's had, uh, Muhammad Sanu in his prime. People sleep on Muhammad Sanu in his prime. Muhammad Sanu in his prime, pretty stinking good receiver. Um, I mean, just a plethora of guys and it's, it's just and I'm not mean to bash on Matt Ryan because I actually like him. I just think he's a born loser. He's had so many opportunities to get it done, and Thursday night, guys, he looked like one of these rookie quarterbacks. He looked like when Justin Herbert plays the Patriots. Let's go ahead,
2: get into our preview. Rams at Packers, America's Game of the Week. I know they're talking about the injuries of the Packers and now the the way that the Rams have been playing. And it, it sounds weird, but I am more confident going into this game than I was going into the 49ers game. Lafleur, Sean McVeigh, very similar minds, very good offensive minds. Um, I believe that Sean McVeigh did enough soul searching, did whatever it takes to get it back on track, get the ship steered correctly. Um, you know, with the whole COVID toe, Bakhtiari may or may not play. I'm not sure what's going on with him right now, but they had three starting offensive linemen for the Packers out. Uh that that means that Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd, Bond Miller, every everybody. They should they should eat that offensive lineup. Should. And I've been saying should a lot here lately because you shoulda, coulda, woulda, and then you end up losing the past two games, embarrassing on prime time. So now we got our third prime time game in a row. I think the Rams bounce back, and I think they win by like four. I don't think they just absolutely blow them out to where we're sitting here next next week saying the Packers dead. No, I don't. I don't think we're saying that. I think uh, I think that the Rams. and it's hard for me to pick against them because I have every reason not to but they've shown me every reason to. I'm excited for it. I'm also nervous for it, but I have a strange gut confidence about it.
0: Sam, uh the Chargers play the Broncos this weekend. What are your thoughts?
1: I would love to see a blowout and I'm so sick of seeing close games. But maybe maybe we'll blow them out. Uh, we we should. I mean, they're they're done, I mean. Herbert fun fact. Herbert has like Six and zero in his last six division games or something like. He hasn't lost a division game since. I think his last division game was Denver or the Raiders, in like middle of last season. Ever since then, he's beaten every division opponent. So we should, but we should blow him out. I don't really got much. Bradley Chubb will be back, but he's going to be in Alcatraz with Rashawn Slater, uh, at left tackle. So who, dude? He he's been so good. Slater is is so good. Has he given
0: Talk- up a sack yet?
1: Yeah, he's given up a uh, wait one or two. He gave up That's one against Miles Garrett or something like that. And then I don't know. They're talking about him being all pro, like in his rookie year. It's crazy. Uh I think he's better than Worfs. Worfs was I know Wirfs, Wirfs was good, but uh it's crazy. I mean he I think that against Miles Garrett he gave up his first sack that he'd given up since two thousand eighteen. Yeah. That is is <laughs> what yeah. a stat welcome back bradley chubb but no yeah. we, we we should we should win by double digits now it'll probably be closer than that just because the nfl but uh, i don't got much we got we win that game get to seven and four uh and then going into the Bengals game will be a pretty big game
0: um titans patriots drake if you want to do a little back and forth because the titans are your second team we can the patriots against this titans team Okay, so Titans fans, as your team sits right now, no Derrick Henry. The offense looks abysmal. Uh, The Patriots, it's in Gillette. The Patriots should win this game very handily, very handily. This game is absolutely perfect for Bill Belichick's defense because they're down on offense. Their receivers, who is playing receiver for the Tennessee Titans? Is Golden Tate, is is he – I know he signed to the practice squad on Monday. Is he going to play? I mean, I don't know, like, how fast can he, can he get the playbook? I mean, I don't know. The Titans' offense this year has looked pretty, uh, I don't know, elementary. All the receivers do are run go routes, run deep end cuts, and run some slants. That's about it. So I guess Golden Tate could learn that pretty quick. With all this going against the Titans, with the receivers – lack of weapons for Tannehill. Bill Belichick is going to have a field day with Ryan Tannehill. Uh, JC Jackson, probably going to have an interception. Uh, Devin McCourty, probably going to have an interception. Matthew Judon is probably going to make Taylor Lewan look like he's still a sophomore at Michigan. I just, Drake, I don't see any scenario right now that the Titans could possibly beat the Patriots
2: right now. Piggybacking off what we saw Sunday, It's hard to see anyway. And piggybacking off what we saw Thursday, you take those two games in account, you take the Patriots' recent run, and then we're all kind of sitting around waiting like, when are these Titans going to fall off? When are they going to fall off? They can't keep this up. We've been saying in past podcasts, they cannot keep winning in fashion like this. They have got to come back down to reality. And so like I kind of said in my opening take, like, was that it? Is that, is that it? Or was that a fluke? And, um, I know it was rain, but Tannehill has been playing terrible football all year. Like, I'm, I'm so sorry that a lot of people had so much faith in him. Like finally just absolutely miserable quarterback after miserable quarterback after miserable quarterback. But he's not, he's not the answer. I don't think he is like, I, I I like the guy. I want him to have success at the Titans. But, like, he – so we've been saying he's not there. So if he's not there and Derrick henry is gone, who do you have? You don't have the defense. The defense has been playing better, but the defense is the whole reason you're winning. And as soon as they check out, look what happened on Sunday. You couldn't do anything. Yeah, the the Chiefs had you in, the, or the uh, sorry, the Texans had you in a headlock. I mean, I think Bill Belichick is going to look across the field at his former player and tell, and then not even have to say anything. Just that look—that I'm better, I'm smarter, I'm going to beat you. I'm going to take your own fist and punch you right in the face over and over and over again. Mac Jones is going to look great. That Patriots defense is they don't even have to be great they just have to listen to bill and i and you can write this all down and i maybe maybe being my second favorite team like i hope maybe i have to eat my words i don't see it happening i don't see it happening i see the patriots cruising with this one take it easy because real football starts in november right bill so take it easy save your bodies don't don't go too hard. This should be a pretty, pretty mild, mild effort win for the Patriots.
0: All right, Samuel. Uh ballers and bums. One ball since since this is a little longer episode, we're gonna do uh one baller and one bum each rather than three and three. So Sam, you're one baller. You're you got the one one pick right here. You have got yep. who was the best
1: performer in your mind from this past weekend? Uh he, I didn't plan on going first, but I'm not, take, I'm not taking the guy that probably had the best weekend. I'm just I'm taking my guy. I'm I'm taking Justin Herbert. I mean, he went 32. If, let me get the exact stats. 30 of 41,
0: 382 yards, three touchdowns, one pick.
1: Yeah, and the pick wasn't his fault. It's a, the deflected ball. Uh, and he had nine carries for 93 yards rushing. First player to ever have over 380 yards passing and 90 plus yards rushing in NFL history. Uh, so he's a better thrower and runner than Lamar Jackson now. So that's crazy. Uh, better I running mean, back
0: than Lamar Jackson. You heard it here yo, first,
1: dude. I wish he would slide. I'm glad he slides though, because I know he's a big body and it's tempting to run over with all these guys. But he he's he's pretty good. On, he don't take any hits really. Uh, except for when he gets punched in the stomach by uh freaking 97. Did you see that? Oh, Hayward. Casey. Uh, uh Casey Hayward. Not hey Hay- no, no 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 not
2: Casey it's uh, Hayward Cam Hayward
1: Cam Hayward Cameron Hayward yes he punches what punches was that? him in the stomach uh I don't know he's mad because his team sucks I mean it's terrible and what I'm most disappointed about is nobody on the team like if I'm if I'm Josh Palmer and I see that I'm spearing his big ass I don't care if I get my ass beat or not. I'm that's my quarterback. You don't touch my quarterback. You especially don't continue to lay on top of him and then punch him in the stomach. That uh, was pretty
0: that was pretty bad on the Chargers part that they didn't go and 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 help their guy out. I mean if
2: that's, if that's, that's Matt your Matt Golden Child Golden Child. You, saw, golden you child. saw
0: uh when the Chargers played the Patriots and the whistle blew at the goal line and that guy gave Matt Hit Jones Mac. like just went yeah. ahead and gave him a shot David Andrews looked like he was going to murder that guy on the field. I mean, like yeah. you got to stand up for your quarterback. Yeah, I didn't and love actually. That. Whenever I saw that, um, it brought me back to multiple games: Patriots versus the Steelers. Hayward is known for that. I, 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 I think that he just like doesn't like quarterbacks, which I get it. If you're a defensive lineman, you don't like quarterbacks in general, but. I remember him vividly taking a lot of shots, a lot of late hits and dirty shots against Tom Brady whenever we would play the Steelers. So maybe he's just got that that thing that he he's just he just might be a dirty player and it doesn't get talked about.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It pissed me off. The first the first lineman there was seventy one who was a Steeler last year, a feeler filer whatever. And so maybe he just tried to get him off that way. But I'm telling you what, Josh Palmer. Credit to six one two o five Josh Palmer for being the first one there. Uh, I wish he would have done a little bit more. I know in a close game. You don't want to take that 15 yard penalty, or you don't you don't want to have those offset or whatever, and somebody get kicked out of the game. But there's got to be a brawl. I don't care. And it, I I don't care. There's got to be a brawl. Uh, but oh,
2: I mean, I would be I would be absolutely irate if like even so much like we're talking about a punch in the stomach, right? I, and like laying on him and doing all this stuff. like I would be even irate if someone just pushed or touched Stafford. I'd be like, you guys got to rip that dude's head off. That dude is worth so much damn money, and the season's over if you don't have him. Like You have to correlate that with your own future, because everybody gets a bonus if you win a Super Bowl. Yeah. And if Justin Herbert's not there, you have negative chance of winning a Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, I didn't know right. that.
2: Drake, go ahead, take him off the board. Go ahead and
0: take him. No, I don't. I don't want to take one, him. You're I number don't, one I, baller.
2: I know I it's, mean, it's everybody. It's easy pick.
0: It's I know, pick. but
2: that's why I don't want to take him because the the second baller I have, I want to raise a question that we could discuss. So everybody's number one baller this week is Jonathan Taylor. Correct. Five touchdowns. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. right. It's stupid, yeah, right. No. Dude's Dude's incredible. Um we should have
0: completely ignored him. We shouldn't have even said anything and just seen what people would have said if we didn't. And be
2: completely (laughs) discredited as football fans. No, everybody's number one pick, Jonathan Taylor. Eh, We could go on and on, but I mean, dude's incredible. Big fan of watching. Besides him, who's your baller? Man. Is Colt McCoy gonna get a contract for some as a starter? Is is he? Is he? No, seriously. Come on, guys. Seriously, look at what he's done. Is it two or three weeks now? Correct. Me. So
0: I actually had an idea. We need to draft the top, maybe top
1: backup three, production.
0: three for each top backup quarterbacks of all time, like guys that were known as journeyman backups, and we just need to draft them. But Drake, to your point,
2: does Kurt Warner count as a backup?
0: No, absolutely not. No. Oh, but
2: okay. No. Uh anyway, Nick
0: he was—he was an arena league legend. Okay, like Nick Kurt Foles. Does that hurt?
2: Does that hurt, Nick Foles? I love that name. <laughs> okay. No, uh, but all right. Seriously, well, he, I want—I I, I, I want, I, I,
0: I, I, Oh, Nick Foles has the best uh, touchdown to interception ratio in NFL history for a single season. Get out of here with that. Nick I Foles never said he was be, good. Nick Foles used to be a serviceable starter in the NFL.
2: Anyways, that was but—is but Colt McCoy gonna get a contract next no. year? No, no goodness
0: no. no we're overreacting we're doing the case keenum thing like let's not overreact to and, to a hey, couple and this good plays wins.
1: when we get to the mvp conversation what drake's saying talking about colt mccoy plays into what i i got to say so
2: just but how all right so let me ask you this then and then i'll let you go with your baller jake how many more games does he have to do this or it's going to be a mystery so say color comes back after colt mccoy put what I, is it three games three good games in a row Oh. The best thing, the best case scenario
0: for Colt McCoy is that Kyler is comes right, back and
2: Kyler comes and back this week. Leaves it a mystery. Then he 100%. might get a contract. One million. Then he percent. might. Right. His agent.
0: I tell you what. If I'm his agent, I'm telling him to fake an injury in practice to where you don't have to play, which they actually play tomorrow uh, on thir- Thursday. But,
2: but, but anyway, who's desperate right now? No, who's don't. desperate right now? They don't. Play they don't anymore. play and, on and Thursday. No. Uh-uh. In the, in the NFL, who's desperate right now that you could see, like, okay, I could get on John,
1: John Elway is always desperate for a quarterback. Oh, I, I hope so. I hope the Broncos pick him up instead of Aaron Rodgers.
2: <laughs> um, tex, Texans, are they going to ride with Tyrod? Are Texans. they desperate right now? Texans, um, Miami. But, uh, Miami, man, why did, are they desperate or are they just going to stick with Tua? Why'd they back out of the Texans? Call, call the McCoy, Tua, Tua
0: will not – Book market right now, November 24th, 2021. Tua will not be the opening day starter for the Miami Dolphins next year. You know, Colt Absolutely McCoy, not.
2: Ready? I'm going to scorch and hot take. My room's going to set on fire. Colt McCoy starts for the New York Giants next year.
1: If they don't have a quarterback. That,
2: tell me that's crazy.
1: They may draft a quarterback. They, tell me that's they're crazy. They're probably going to
0: draft a quarterback. But these quarterbacks in this draft, but they don't they they don't start them automatically though. They They, yeah, and they just these quarterbacks stink.
2: They they suck. Let's stink is nice. This this NCAA quarterback race sucks. Yeah. Um, you got the dude from Ohio State that's pretty decent, but Colt McCoy is going to start for the Giants next year. Okay. Remember this podcast.
0: All right. So besides Jonathan Taylor, which we're excluding. Guys, we got a shed light. We got a shed light on our boy that we've been bashing this whole year. Kirk Cousins.
1: Hey, Kirk he's been Cousins. Doing, he's been throwing some dimes. He has. What 21 a
2: tuds, Looked two like, tu- uh, two interceptions.
0: Look like 1984 Dan Marino out there. He, 24 of 35, 341 yards, three touchdowns, beat the Green Bay Packers, who are one of the top teams in the NFL, Beat Aaron Rodgers, which Aaron Rodgers, low-key, also one of my ballers on my list, even though they lost. Yeah, he's
1: he's an honorable mention for me, too. um, Didn't do
0: anything in the first half. I I don't know what took him so long to actually start playing football. Anyways, uh, Kirk Cousins, I mean, just balled out this weekend. Nothing more needs to really be said.
1: I mean – we said it. Beat the Packers, beat Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he looked great out there. Beat Justin Herbert last week, and he, he was throwing some dimes last week, too.
2: 20, 21 touchdowns and two interceptions, but no one says it because you're Kirk Cousins. Does he still drive that minivan?
1: Probably. I don't know. He's unvaccinated, though, so. Who gives I mean, a shit? I mean, <laughs> Everyone. Everyone. The thing with Not Kirk Cousins. Not this podcast.
0: Not the, this podcast. The thing with Kirk Cousins is that. The reason why he doesn't get a lot of shine because of what you just said, Drake, you know, 21 touchdowns is, is what it was and two interceptions or whatever. He, he's not a guy that takes risks. He never, he never has a ton of interceptions because he doesn't throw the ball down the field ever. He always, always, always like, if I had to guess all of last season passes of, let's say 40 yards which, which is pretty – I mean, Tom Brady led the NFL on that stat last year. Passes of 40 yards, if you ask me, I would say Kirk Cousins threw maybe 8 to 10, 40-plus passes all year last year, maybe. That's
2: on, that's on the high side, right?
0: Yeah. I, he never leads the league in interceptions because he, he he's just not a risk-taker. But, dude. He put his balls out there this past Sunday against the Packers.
2: what you just said, he's not a risk taker, right? You're not going to throw that deep ball. You're not going to take that risky play, which is his exact Achilles heel. That's why he can't win a game. 100%. 1 million percent. Because you, you will never, 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 never underline it, highlight it, bold it. I don't care. You'll never win a game without taking a risk. You cannot play it safe and come back and win a game. Because you will go three and out because they expect you to play it safe. Yep. The game the games are won by risky plays that superstars make. That's what keeps Kirk Cousins from being that superstar. Between his personality, right, the minivan, and his lack of taking that risk to make the big play. I think that I I'm a big Kirk Cousins guy, but that hurts him. Sam you're ball. you uh. Sorry. You're bum.
1: All right. Well, it was gonna be the NFL, but we already got to that. Uh, I you know I have I have seven written down. <laughs> Eight actually. And there's so many that I could go with. But come back to me. Come back to me. Cause I have one Drake, written down, and I don't remember why I wrote it.
0: You're a bum. You're number one overall bum this weekend.
2: I want I want to say two one that needs no explanation and then two i want to rant on slightly <clears throat> so my first one is going to be ryan Tannehill, right needs zero explanation four yep. picks yep there is, it is rain sure i'll give you that but zero excuse um my other bum is going to be saquon barkley dude i am so frustrated with the potential this guy has and do you think do you guys think it's an injury thing a confidence thing in his health, a organization thing, a offensive line thing. The list could go on and on. Dude has 220 rushing yards this year. Derrick Henry probably had that in one game, and you're in the same league, and you're probably in the same conversation when you talk about the best running backs in the NFL. This dude is so disappointing. Like so, and, and I hate it for him as far as a health standpoint goes. But let's stop talking about this dude. Let me I'm gonna put my fantasy my, my cue next year when I do my fantasy draft, and he better not be within scrolling the first two scrolls on the rankings. And anybody who's played fantasy football knows exactly what I'm talking about. Because I fall into that trap every year. If he's there, I'm like Saquon, that's a good running back. No, he's terrible.
1: Uh the Dolphins are my bum of the week. Love that. And they won. They beat And the they, they won.
0: They did win.
1: But you got to look. If you're a Dolphins fan, you got the fifth pick last year in the draft, and you take Tua, who's been nothing short of terrible, and you have to watch Justin Herbert on <laughs> prime time football 400 yards passing almost and 100 yards rushing almost. Like, that's ridiculous. 500 yards. You had to sit there and watch this week, week in and week out of what could have been. Because if Justin Herbert's on the Dolphins last year, they make the playoffs. Justin Herbert's on the Dolphins this year, I don't know how much better they are this year, but I bet they get some talent, more talent last year in the draft. You miss out on a generational guy like Justin Herbert. And it's just every week you have to watch him do something, either whether it' on primetime or make a play on top ten. And you're just like, man, we could have had that, but we took the guy who – Broke his hip three times in college instead.
2: The Patriots got Mac Jones from Alabama, right? You know, you have Tua and you have Jalen. Also, I know Jalen went to Oklahoma, but a product of Alabama as well. You got A.J. McCarron, and the list goes on and on of these Alabama quarterbacks who didn't, that they just don't produce in the NFL. So if you're an NFL scout now, like what kind of confidence do you hold in an Alabama in an Alabama quarterback. You definitely don't like they're not an Alabama running back. Where what was different about Mac?
0: There's a couple things, but if I had to narrow it down, the difference between guys like Greg McElroy and um
2: AJ McCarron.
0: AJ McCarron, AJ McCarron's a good one. A- actually pretty good backup quarterback to be honest with you, AJ McCarron. Bla- Anyways, Blake
2: Sims the, never made anything difference- of himself
0: so the difference and mac talked about this this isn't a take that that i have it it's mac talking about it in training camp the alabama offensive coordinator bill o'brien bill o'brien former penn state head coach former houston Texan head coach former offensive coordinator for the new england patriots so in training camp reporter asked so what's what's been the biggest you know hurdle to get through you know pushing through from college to the nfl is it how hard is the playbook to understand? You know what Mack said? Mac was like, well, minus the RPOs, the terminology, the verbiage, uh, the concepts are a little different, but the terminology, the verbiage, it's it's what Bill O'Brien was was teaching us at Alabama. So Mac, apart from Hertz and Tua, didn't have that. Mac had that offensive coordinator at Bama that was like hey, this is kind of the what the Patriots just in general do. But it was like the terminology that they used. It was the verbiage that they used. It was more or less the same concepts minus the RPOs that the Patriots have historically ran because of Bill O'Brien being an offensive coordinator there. So he was just alluding to the fact that I was very well prepared talking about Matt Jones making that transition from college to the NFL because Bill O'Brien – and his offense is very similar to the NFL. And that's, granted, yes, first-round talented receiver, but that's how those guys at Alabama were able to get so wide open was because you had an offensive genius like Bill O'Brien that's seen everything there is to see in the NFL and is like, oh, I can scheme this up easily against these college defensive coordinators. This guy, pocket passer, check. Smart, check. Makes good decisions, check. Doesn't take too many unnecessary risks? Check. Play for Nick Saban, Bill Belichick's best friend? Check. So, I mean, granted, he's way ahead of what I thought he would be. 100%. Is he great? No, absolutely not. He's He is above average, in my opinion, right now. It just quarter, Not just rookie quarterback. Quarterbacks in general, he is an above average quarterback. He's not doing anything great to like win us games but he's not doing anything to screw it up. he's, yeah, he's not Bill... doing
2: anything to lose you games. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's, he's like, okay, Bill took back over the defense from his son that couldn't stop making faces on the sideline. Bill took back over the defense and is like, okay, now all I got to do is just kind of be in cruise control, call what Josh calls, make checks where I need to make checks, take care of the football. That's Patriots football. Just take care of the football. Bum, real quick, it's Patrick Mahomes. I don't care if they won. Dude's a bum. I had a pick and a, a fumble. He stinks right now. He stinks. That defense is elite right now. They're carrying him. Okay, guys, power rankings really quick. Drake, five through – no, Sam, five through one. Right. Real
1: quick, go. Uh, Cowboys at five. I know they lost, but still think they're a top five team. Titans, I didn't drop them totally out. They Their, their wins have been too good. Uh Cardinals at three, they jump into my top five after not being it last week, just because they're winning with Colt McCoy. I mean, they were winning with Colt McCoy, and they were doing this without Kyler. Uh, two Bucks and one. I know they lost, but the Packers, I still think they're the best team football. What are we doing on this podcast? Do this. Have best we there? not
0: seen what the New England Patriots are doing? I, I'm not. Drake, who are your top five? Five through one. I want to see if you've got the New England Patriots in your top five. Go.
2: Let's find out, shall we? <laughs> okay, uh, number five. I knew I said I wouldn't. I'm going to
0: lose my mind.
2: I knew I said I wouldn't, but I cannot. Rams. I still believe in this damn team. It is the Los <laughs> Angeles Rams.
1: you oh, not putting God. the Patriots above the Rams, Jake, so go ahead and be mad. Number four.
2: Can't count the pack out. Go, pack, go. Except for this week. Uh, <laughs> it's, still, it's still Aaron Rodgers number 3 and i i hate this one i really do and i'm sorry but i the titans i'm yep. i can't i can't completely rule out that it was a fluke uh,
0: but 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 power rankings power rankings are a week by week thing the titans as it sits right now you're going to keep them in the top 5 as their team sits right now when you look at power rankings it is a week by week thing so you're you're, right. set, you're telling me that the, the, the titans, rams and
2: titans have no business rams and titans have no business rams
0: i don't care i i don't no, grip no, about no, the rams no no but
2: no be honest the the rams have no business being in the top 5 if we're talking week to week either but neither does the, my number 2 team and that's the bucks the bucks had a buy and shit the bed twice they don't have any business being in there, but they're my number two team. The number one team is... is the New
0: England Patriots? Okay, Drake's got the New England Patriots as <laughs> his number one team. Cool.
2: The number, awesome. the number one team is the Arizona Cardinals because if you guys count Colt McCoy out as bad as y'all did, then they are a complete football team that literally is scary. So now the if when they get Kyler back, like I said, I have no idea who could win the Super Bowl. And now I'm saying a healthy Cardinals team is is probably going to win the Super Bowl. Is
1: losing first round. But
2: it wouldn't surprise me if they did because this NFL season makes no sense. The only thing that makes sense is the Cardinals are the most complete team. We thought it was the Bills.
1: I think they're the best at winning regular season games, but I I really think that they're going to just implode in the week. Sam, are we sure of anything anymore, though? No, I'm not sure of anything. And Jake, I'll, I'll justify your your Patriots rant being mad about the Patriots. When I make this list, it's if my team is playing this Sunday, who? Where are the top five teams I don't want to play against? And this is taking out the the fact that Bill y'all own us. If I if I'm a, a other team besides the Chargers, and I'm looking at the the, the schedule, Packers don't want to go against Aaron Rodgers. Don't wanna go want to go against Tom Brady. The Cardinals they're finding ways to win games. Titans, and you. I can't count out. I know they sandwiched three great wins in between two awful losses, but they're gonna play every to everybody close. And I don't want to get get into that. And then the Cowboys, I think they're the second most complete team in football. Uh,
2: well, before you go, Jake, I just I I'm not trying to interrupt you, but I want to say if we're going off a week to week basis, off of who is the best team this week, this week. Number one, or let me go. Number five, Bucks. Bucks beat the Giants, but they did it in a pretty impressive fashion. Four is going to yeah, be the Giants. Yeah, because
0: the Giants th- are so good. But continue, no, no, continue. but what I'm saying.
2: They did it in pretty impressive fashion. So then the Chiefs. Chiefs have been putting together a string, as in probably two games, of some pretty me, good they games. They
0: scored 19 points, but they
2: literally held the Cowboys to no touchdowns. That's an impressive win. Okay, Then you got the Vikings, who just beat the uh, Packers, came down to the wire, but that's still an impressive win if we're talking about power rankings this week. Number two, I have the Patriots. They shut out an NFL team, which is impressive, but it was the freaking Falcons. You know who my number one team is? I haven't said you know where this list is going. Who's my number one team this week? Who do you guys think? It is the freaking Houston Texans or my number one powering. That's why it is kind of hard to go week by week. I, mean,
0: I have to cut this part. Drake, you just wasted three <laughs> minutes of time. I have to cut this part because I can't have people listening to your mumbo jumbo about the Houston Texans being ranked number one for this week. That's, that's insane. Drake, you know that, like, yes, power rankings are week by week performances. You see where I'm based, coming from. They're based off of the totality of the season versus what you did this week.
2: So out of out of my list smokes. though, out of out of my other list though, and like you can cut this out. I get it. I just wanted to bring that point up.
0: I can't that wait that, to leave all this in.
2: That that last five was total fucking dog shit. But out of, of the Cardinals, Buccaneers, Titans, Packers, and Rams, the Pat the Pats are maybe better than the Titans. And we won't know until this week. Right? Who, who are the they Patri- better than? I, I think the
1: Patriots are and, definitely and that, a better team than the, the Titans right now. But I, I, they've won more. I, that's why I, I
2: said. that's yeah. the maybe. But like, I mean, okay.
1: okay my the, power the
2: Rams, ranking. the Rams are downhill. But are they, who are they better? I, I I'm asking. New I need. I'm new asking so who, who, man. who do they deserve to jump the on that list? The
0: third chair. Everybody that's listening, the third chair is back open.
2: Sorry, Sam.
0: <laughs> what was your question? What was your question? What was your question? What were you? just I
2: was I was just saying, in your opinion, who do you think that they should boot out on that list that, of mine? Five Rams, four Pack, three Titans, two Bucks, Titans. one Cardinals. Titans, that, that's Titans, what Titans. I said. Like if, But the reason i put them at three is because I don't know if it was a fluke or not. We'll find out this weekend.
0: Yeah, it's not. Um, okay, my power rankings, five through one. The real power rankings, the power rankings that everybody should be following, the power rankings that everybody should skip to in this podcast. Number five. The Los Angeles Chargers. Congrats, Sam. Uh, number four, the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, congrats, Drake. <laughs> number three, the Green Bay Packers. They just get, I, I mean, whatever. They lost. I don't care. They, Is he about to put it, the Patriots at two? They turned it on. Uh, number one, the New England, no, I'm kidding. Uh, number two, the New England Patriots. Yes, 100%, the New England Patriots. They're I don't know what y'all's faces are about. They're playing the best football out of anybody not named the Arizona Cardinals.
2: Jake was not wrong. The third chair of this podcast is open for employment.
0: (laughs) Oh, what? Because you're going to take my spot as the number one, and I'm going to get booted off my own podcast?
2: Yes, you're out. Dude, my Texans list was better than this.
1: What? No, the Texans list are was you bad. The Texans list was bad, but <laughs> Charger, Chargers at five,
0: 100 percent, Rams at four. Yes,
2: Packers. If Rams at did not shit the bed twice in a row, the Chargers should be ahead of the Rams if you're taking this a week by week. And I'm just I'm saying that was honest. Week by span. week,
0: based based off of the totality
1: of the season.
2: I didn't it's study. I didn't study calculus, rank. dude. I don't it's, know who's your
1: number one, Jake. Uh, the, the Cardinals, yeah, Cardinals, so no, hundred percent. What, no, what they're doing no, without no Buccaneers, no Packers.
0: I said pa- Packers at three. I said that three times.
1: Oh, so you got Chargers, Rams, Packers, Patriots. Yes, from uh, five to one, Cardinals. So no, no Cowboys, no Titans, no, no cow, Bucks. no the
0: Cowboys put up a massive stinker the, yeah, this yeah, week. Yeah. It, um, no, the the Bucks. No, I've already said I'm not putting them in the in their top in the top five. Until they fix what they're doing on defense, like it, or their penalties, it's disgusting. Um, no, this the season, Patriots, guys, 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 we need a Patriots, top ten. We need the a Patriots, top ten
2: power rankings. The Patriots, is the only solution.
0: They beat the Browns. Chargers. They beat the Los Angeles Chargers. We've been gushing, gushing about Justin Herbert this year, and especially this podcast. We've been blowing Justin Herbert metaphorically on this episode right now.
2: The Browns had just beat the the Lions by three points? Okay. Okay. I'll I'll give you the Chargers. That's a good win.
0: Yeah, the Chargers, and then stinking shut out the Falcons. If any time you shut out a team in the NFL, there's something to be said about that. We're stacking wins on top of wins, and Drake, you even said it earlier that the best football that you need to play is around Thanksgiving. Correct? Okay. And the yeah, Patriots? Yeah. The Patriots haven't lost in six weeks. They haven't lost in six weeks. They're the best team. Or the second really been,
2: best team. Has it really been six weeks?
0: It's been six weeks.
2: Okay. So maybe the Patriots are the, the best, the quietest, best team. I didn't realize they hadn't lost in six weeks.
0: You know why we're the quiet, best team? Because of the sign that hangs as soon as you walk into Gillette Stadium, it's ignore the noise. We don't care. We don't care if nobody's talking about us. We don't care. Titans fans, you guys get so bent out of shape about nobody talking about your team. Y'all are a bunch of babies. The Patriots, we don't care. We don't care if you talk about us or if you don't. Disrespect us, whatever. That's bulletin board material. We ignore the noise. We go on the road, at home. It doesn't matter.
2: That's a pretty stupid saying for a team that's been in the limelight for 20 years. That's the whole
0: Patriots MO is ignoring the noise. What, What Patriots player... Wait, so
2: a- ignore the noises in the hype or the hate? Oh, okay. I get I get what you're saying then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying like ignore the hate, and I'm like, y'all been in the limelight for 20 years. Like, that's a stupid saying.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna go first with my MVP list because it's the accurate list, and I want people to like not turn off the podcast if they haven't already. Uh MVP this race. Some bitches
2: is already three hours, so.
0: MVP race. Uh, we're at an hour thirty-five. Uh MVP race. Number one, Tom Brady. Number two, Aaron Rodgers. Number three, Jonathan Taylor. Four and five, they don't even matter. I literally don't have anybody written down for four and five. Sam, wow. you, Sam, you can just say thumbs you can just give me a thumbs up because that's the accurate list. What what are your uh top five MVPs?
1: All right, uh I'm gonna keep Stafford at five just because MVP was tough for me. Uh Stafford at five. Jonathan Taylor jumps in at four. Uh, man, he's been great. He's been so good. Number three, uh, Tom Brady. If we're talking about actual value, obviously he's number one every year. Uh, but Sam, how, how no the MVP race this. is, it's, it's it's Brady. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. I know. I know. Two, Justin Herbert. Yep, there it is. Uh, so, we, he's not number one. We talked about it before we started recording
2: number one better. Just
1: you take Justin Herbert and Hey, you take Justin Herbert, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady off their team. I mean, those teams win two, three, and four games probably. Uh, and they're they're battling for 100%. first, second, third pick. Uh Aaron Rodgers, number one. He's been, they're not gonna give it to him two years in a row, but he has been phenomenal. After all the off season nonsense and stuff like that, getting blown out week one against Jameis Winston. Uh He's been remarkable. Uh, it's not his fault they lost last week. I wouldn't say remarkable. I and mean, he's got nine barely, toes. He's doing it on score. nine toes. Nine, they, they nine could, toes. They could barely score
0: uh, a, a touchdown against the Seattle Seahawks. You who don't have like one of the worst. You don't need you know. ten toes. They won. That's a they? fact. That's a fact. Yeah, they won. But I mean, he wasn't. Let, let's not pretend like Aaron Rodgers has been phenomenal, and I and I'm not saying Tom Brady has been phenomenal all season either. Hey, Cut Aaron off pinky been, toe. Aaron Rodgers has been pretty good. Cut off my hey, hey, pinky hey, toe. Hey, put, hey, me
2: hey, hey, put me under hey, center. Put me under center. Y'all I y'all was thought, Sam. Sam y'all y'all thought I, was, thought I, was I would six put Aaron Rodgers
0: as as my number two MVP. If I didn't think that he
1: was That's That's worthy true. of it. Yeah, y'all thought I was going Justin number one.
0: Yeah, yeah, 100. I thought if he
1: if he guys goes over for 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 400 this weekend, then I he might be. If I actually I mean, made a
0: four and five, I probably would put Justin Herbert at, at number four. But who'd great.
1: you leave I off? Mean, Stafford we, and Herbert, yeah.
2: We we constantly talk about how the NFL is like, what have you done for me lately? I feel like MVP is pretty, pretty on that same track, oh, right? Well, yeah.
1: y- y'all didn't notice anybody pretty. on mine. Y'all didn't notice anybody that wasn't on mine. Y'all didn't, Kyler. Uh, Kyler. 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 Derrick Henry, Adrian Peterson. Any questions why Collar wasn't on it? Or y'all think that's reasonable? Because he's or you not a valuable player. Yeah, yeah
0: he's they, just, yeah, they can win with Colt McCoy. Yeah, exactly. Did you just, did
2: exactly. You just
1: Sneak Adrian Peterson in there and pretend <laughs> yeah, like we wouldn't notice. Yeah, yeah. He's my honorable no. mention. Okay, that's you, Dre. You get my point. He's not. He's not. He's not even top five most valuable because they're two. They're two and one without him. But they dominated the 49ers. It, exactly. So I
2: I sat here and when I was thinking about my list, I said, Well, hell, the Cardinals don't need Kyler to win games because they're doing it without him.
1: System QB.
2: I'm not saying yes or no. (laughs) So then I start thinking, I'm like, well, with the MVP, what team would not be who they are without their quarterback? Number five is going to be Matthew Stafford, that he's had some bad weeks, and I'll give him this last week, and if he if the Rams put up a stinker, he'll probably drop out of my top five. Number four, is going to be Aaron Rodgers. Three, I have Justin Herbert. Because like we talked about, who would the Chargers be without Justin Herbert? And I don't think that they would be even a 500, maybe a 250 team at best without Justin Herbert. Number two, Jonathan Taylor bails out Carson Wentz. Jonathan Taylor makes Carson Wentz look like a freaking top five quarterback. you
0: You can't see it, but Sam just punched his dog because of that comment that he made about
2: Carson Wentz. Out of everybody, Sam is the Carson Wentz stan. I would have no. never thought. Never have. I would have never. Thought. I'm not a Carson Wentz Sam, fan. You
0: know, you
1: clarify. know that I y'all, ordered. Y'all I got act like your he's so present, bad,
0: and it's a Carson Wentz jersey.
1: It's you, a you act like he's so terrible. He's not. He's not. I, my hate for Matthew Stafford and my love for Carson Wentz is ba- is purely because of y'all. It, Stafford. I mean, Stafford is great. I've always loved Stafford. Wince, I've never cared for Wince, but he's not terrible. Like, he's not the worst. He's a top. He's probably fifteen or sixteen.
2: And my number one is obviously Timeless Tom. The Buccaneers are a good football team, but like we were talking about, you Tom goes out, the Bucks go out first round only because Tom has already probably got him in the playoffs thus far.
1: Yeah. Good list.
0: Um. All right. So the draft, we're gonna draft three foods they don't have to be together it, you know it doesn't have to be uh like what we did with the concession stand it doesn't have to be like a lineup type thing it's just it's just top your top three thanksgiving day food all right number one sam you've got it and right. you have the first overall pick drake, i'm gonna go drake hold on oh we got it we gotta figure out the rest of the whole chapter drake you have number three <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is the same order three no, weeks now, in a row i've
0: had number one three weeks in a row
2: yeah i've Sand had three three weeks in a row i
0: have i've got the worst pick I, I don't get a snake pick sam number one overall food off the board on your plate in your stomach go
1: dressing I uh, dressing cranberry sauce that's that's my that's my go. that's, that's what i look forward to oh, all my year goodness okay he, all right Drake, he just named two beat- things right like dressing and cranberry sauce goes 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 together. Drake, in what and you, universe have they ever went together? Do you not? Do y'all not put cranberry sauce on top of your dressing? No. no absolutely.
2: that is the most no, best backwards thing I've ever heard in my entire life. That,
0: that's uh, for eighty year olds, dude. I didn't dude, know anybody so touched a cranberry
2: sauce.
1: It's so good. Y'all need to try
2: it. Uh, anybody Drake, with what, teeth me or you doesn't are gonna touch the this, cranberry are sauce. Going to win
0: this draft. Um. Oh, by the way, Drake is Head and Shoulders the best at drafting. He's like four one and one or something like that. It, it, it's insane. Okay, number two overall. I mean, what are we doing? I'm not I, not to give picks away. I I'm not a big turkey guy. Uh, I'm going ham. I'm going ham with my with my with my pick. I'm a big ham guy personally. I I, I mean, Drake, you you might not like it, but personally. I prefer ham over turkey and if you get a good ham if you get your aunt's homemade ham you can't with you. you can't beat that not your grandmother's ham no your grandmother's ham probably has like like a couple of hairs
2: from her wig in it no 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 your aunt's your aunt's ham so my first round draft pick dude I'll be honest with you guys, like, I, ham's alright. I don't like turkey. I'm not a big, I'm not a main course guy come Thanksgiving. I fill up on sides, if I'm being totally honest. It's all about the sides. And the best side of all time is mac and cheese. 100%. Don't let Matthew see this. Yeah, yeah, I know you, we were talking in the we were talking the group message that dude should go to jail because it's just cheese and noodles. Yeah, it's just cheese and noodles, and it's the greatest gift that God ever Keep gave it simple, us. To, stupid. Yeah. Kiss rule. Yeah. Uh, right, and are Frank, we are we snaking, we're it? We're snaking
0: it? Yep, we're snaking
2: it. Man, this is gonna be in an, and an, if we have some New England area or maybe some L.A. Chargers like Rams listeners, but I don't know if this is going to go thing, avocado. Uh, no, no, no. I'm saying I don't know if this is a southern, a southern thing, but like I love deviled eggs. Deviled eggs are one of my favorite parts of Thanksgiving. You guys are looking at me crazy, so I guess I you guys like aren't like them. Yeah, aren't a huge like fan. So I I'm, may, I may have, might as well forfeited this draft. Deviled, eggs, deviled looks, eggs are awesome, man. It looks man.
0: like your grandmother, like her old cat, coughs up a hairball or a fur ball or whatever. It, that's what deviled eggs look like to me it looks <laughs> disgusting
1: okay did you ever try it though nope yeah no yeah, no no, Sam, no. you haven't tried it no i refuse it looks disgusting it has mayonnaise okay. in it too i don't like okay mayonnaise. then
2: then how can you sit there and you know no i mean uh-uh. sam's
0: not saying anything i am
2: you know what i'm four one and i'm four and two in these drafts for a reason the people know what they want
0: all right guys mashed potato
1: yep I you agree. gotta go no, mashed potato. That, that was my next
0: win and not to give a future pick away because hopefully it snakes back to me. I'm kind of nervous. Like I wanted to take it right now, but when you add mashed potatoes in with this certain other side, it's you can include it. You can, can include the, it. You can include no, it. No, 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 no. I'm not going to. It's one of the best combos. And Sam, if you want to take, if you know what I'm talking about, you no, can take no. it. I don't care because no, no, I've no, got no. I've got other stuff. When you combine the two at Thanksgiving, for some reason. It's I don't know, it just it just works. But mashed potatoes by itself, absolute fire, and that's gonna be my second pick. Sam, your second pick.
1: All right, so I don't know if everybody does this. Uh maybe this is just my family thing. But have you have y'all anybody y'all know Lamberts? Have y'all been to Lamberts before? Ooh, yes. Well, my aunt makes homemade rolls that are identical <sighs> to those Lambert rolls. I mean, it looks like they is it they look like a butt. Like they, they, they butt up at the top. I mean, she, she has like five dozen of them made right now. I'm like, like a, man.
2: like a ye- yeast
1: roll or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like, it's like, it almost like butterflies up at the top. And it's, it's like, just... it looks
0: like a mushroom Drake. Yes they're incredible and they throw the rolls like all you got to do is put your hand up and they'll throw the rolls across the restaurant they'll hit an old lady their her dentures will knock out it's incredible
1: yeah uh, so that, that's my say- that's my saying cuz that's what me and my wife are looking forward to the most and i know a lot of people don't like turkey and i in the majority the average turkey that everybody in the American family eats i agree the turkey we have we started about 5 or 6 years ago and i'm a spice guy i like spicy i like stuff like that we do a double injected turkey and I don't know where we bought it from or whatever, but we've done it every year since. And it's just they inject it with all these spices, seasoning and stuff like that. So it's it's spicy. It's a spicy turkey. It's juicy. It's spicy. It's crisp on the crisp skin on the outside. It's so good. Uh, I mean, turkey dressing, uh, and in rolls, in rolls, homemade rolls are just my that is my go-to.
2: I'm literally envisioning the turkey from A Christmas Story. And Sam is the one that uh, – Sam's cousin, Eddie, that's just sitting there eating it.
1: And he's – yeah, he's oh, just Christmas like – Oh, Christmas vacation, it. you mean? Yeah. yeah Christmas vacation, not Christmas. Time. Oh, Christmas National vacation, La- sorry.
0: National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. We should have uh, yeah.
1: Christmas movies. We got to do that next time. oh, oh sure. I mean,
2: it's not Christmas time yet, but yeah. It is. But we got to do – I mean It's Christmas time. According to my wife, it's the Christmas, tree is November 1st. So yeah.
0: – no, we got I, our Christmas, our Christmas tree up too.
2: We'll, we'll do Christmas. We'll do Christmas movies. Remember that, Sam. Write it down.
0: All right, D- Drake. I'll tell you what, because I'm kind of going back and forth. I'm going to forfeit. I'm going to forfeit my second pick, and I'm going to let you take my second pick, and I'll take the last pick of the draft. So, Drake, you can go ahead and take take my last pick, and then I'll take yours. So you go ahead and and pick. I man, know I, I ba- put you on the spot right there, but...
2: I bounce around between two of them. Uh, and I don't... You can't necessarily label it, this, as Thanksgiving food, but you will find it at 99% of Thanksgiving tables, uh, family tables. Um, man, I just... I love a good bowl of green beans.
0: Oh! I was going to take
2: it. I love it. You know, they got the little oh, pieces I of have ham skipped. I them. shouldn't have skipped. I love, love, love a good, a good green bean casserole or a green bean. Uh, I don't know if those can combine together. No, um, yeah, it's
1: green bean or green bean casserole. You got to take one.
2: I'm going to go with green beans.
1: Yeah. yeah. But I like green beans.
2: Love them, man. Love them.
0: All right. So the final pick in this draft, Drake, Good good pick. Good pick. I probably was going to take it if I kept my pick, but I might win this draft. I might win it. I say it every time cuz I think I'm always right. But the last pick of this draft. Guys. If you want me to be specific, I will. But the pie.
2: The pie. We're
0: just completely big, negating Not a the big pie. sweets
1: guy. Not a big sweets guy. What are you talking about? Pumpkin, pecan,
0: no pumpkin pie stinks. Whoever makes pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving, should be thrown in prison.
1: We yeah, have chocolate pie. Sti- no Ch- chocolate pie is good.
0: Chocolate pie, fudge pie, uh, apple th- apple pie.
2: Sam, I apple, think uh... if, I,
0: if I had to pick a a specific pie, I'm going to apple. Uh, yeah, kind of a longer episode, but whatever. All right, we'll see everybody next week. Merry Thanksgiving.